Hello, and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Trey Marks. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Marks. Katrina, how are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. We're back. We're back. We're back. We took multiple, multiple, multiple weeks off. Um, I want to say three, but I just don't fucking remember. Oh, no. Way more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way and, more than that. And it's because sometimes... Um, you just don't have the mental capacity to do the podcast anymore. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just don't. Um, yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it happens to one of us, but then sometimes it happens to both of us. <laughs> um, so we're back. Yay. <laughs> we're back and we're better than ever. We're better than ever. Mentally, we're better than ever. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I'm saying it. I'm manifesting. Manifesting's important. We're fucking like my therapist said. We're fu- <laughs> put a vision board put up. Put a vision board up. <laughs> put it up. And put put anything on there. And then you got it. Mm-hmm. Right? He says that's a misinterpretation. Nah, I think that's what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> we we <laughs> me and you're a therapist disagree on this. <laughs> I think if I make a vision board and I put like I put a picture of a billion dollars on there, the fact that I don't get a billion dollars is bullshit, and it's a testament to how the secret doesn't work and is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the secret's out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, we could just get right into the show. This is a shorter one because we're back, but like again, mental health wise, I don't know how back we are. <laughs> so like, so like. You know, it's going to be like, you know, maybe shorter. I'm do. Uh, what's up? I've recognized a problem. Uh-huh. Because. <laughs> <laughs> sure. What's the problem? Um, You know, instead of alcohol, I'm doing something else. And it makes me laugh a lot. Uh-oh. <laughs> and the problem is, like, I feel like I'm going to spend this podcast laughing too much. What else are you? <laughs> do you want to tell the people what you're doing? Doing? I'm doing legal weed, baby. There, there we go. There we go. Legal, legal fake weed, baby. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, maybe tell people <laughs> instead of just saying I'm doing something else. Doing something <laughs> just else. leave that out there. <laughs> I'm doing something else, and it makes me pretty giggly. It's, it's LSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We both laugh drug. We both drop Molly <laughs> before we started this, <laughs> and now like this is gonna just fade into nonsense. I mean, it does anyway, though. It always does. Um, One of the things that's taxing on your mental health is the prospect of a looming um, uh, Republican red wave (laughs) election in which they take 40 seats from the uh, Democrats in the House and, like, uh, take, like, fucking five to seven seats in the Senate and take over the Senate and the House and leave dark Brandon inert. Mm Um, <laughs> that was what there, there was a lot of prognosticating about this, yeah. elec- about this midterm election. There was a lot of like, you know, um, you know, Democrats were doing a lot of finger pointing in the, uh, before we got any results as to like, who do we blame for this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, personally for me, it was Joe Manchin. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I think if I'm going to blame anybody, it's going to be Manchin and cinema. Um, but Smart. <laughs> election day rolls around and Instead of a Republican blood, like instead of a bloodbath that the Republicans uh, thought were telling everybody, the media was also carrying that message to everybody. 
um, my pessimism and depression also carried me that message for a while. Oh yeah. Um, there was like there was like a period where I just wasn't paying much attention, and then there was, and that was a fine period. <laughs> and then there was the debate, and um, I started paying attention. And I'm like, oh, it's bad now. <laughs> Yeah. It's pretty bad. Oh, oh yeah. for all of the people, all of the takes of Fetterman lost the election on debate night. I mean, those people should probably should apologize for mm-hmm. jumping to that. I don't know. If any of those... I wasn't on the air, so it was good. <laughs> it was good that I wasn't on the air when I was pessimistic. Exactly. We Be the media that you want. I'm pessimistic enough. Like We're, we're, we're in, in the... In the most loose of definitions, we are in the media. So we decided that we were going to be the type of media that we wanted to see um, leading up to the election, which was none. So we stopped doing it. So we stopped doing this at all. Because, Because truly... I do think if we went out here, it would just be a bunch of fucking pessimistic takes yes. of like, oh, we're fucked. Oh, everything's terrible. Oh, we're absolutely sh- it's fucked. Uh, d- we shouldn't have elected this person. We should have elected this person. We should have nominated this person, not this mm-hmm. person. It would have been that. It would have just been all that. I will fully 100% admit on this podcast. Uh-oh. Are you going to admit to me what you are you going to admit what you said to me? Like, oh my god. Buckle I admit. Up. Buckle up. Buckle up. I said this was I said yeah. before the election, we should have just nominated Connor Lamb. <laughs> I said that. You did I say that. that. You did say that. Like there was, there was just so much pessimism and th- and 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 I pe- really think that like pessimism, not pessimism, which is what I said. For the like, you know, fourth time in a row, polls were not yeah. accurate. Yeah, what we so so to be clear, um, this wasn't a uh, red wave or a red tsunami or a uh, whatever dumb body of water they keep trying to like. This was at most a red smattering, mm-hmm. a red a red mist, a red red mist. Isn't that a movie or a book or something? Are you no? Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Hey, everybody. Uh, and when I say everybody, I mean uh, Sean. Text us if there's a book. <laughs> text us if there's a book that uh, is called Red Mist. Yeah. Text I, one or two. Text one or two. Did <laughs> you text us one or two if there's a book called Red Mist? The, the reference, I, are you thinking of like a pink mist reference, which is like what people say about like when you shoot someone in the head? Question mark. Like there's pink mist. I don't know. Maybe Sean, while you're looking this up, could you look up pink mist and then text us one or two? Um, but uh, I, by the way, I do like this the new stuff you're using, and I say that because now I see them a lot funnier. Yeah, is this feels good? I need this all the time. Maybe I will do monologue jokes if this is what. Oh. You should. If you, if you, it would go great. If you get high before before uh, episodes, and you're the audience for monologue jokes, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, okay, go. Go ahead. You looked like you were about to say something. It was the best performance from a like yes new president in the midterms and mm-hmm. like in you, you, you said like eighty years. I don't. Long. I don't know the specifics. So I don't. Joe Biden said forty years. 
Yeah, I, I mean, you said more like eighty. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think I don't. I don't know the number. I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine whoever did the speech. By the way, I said that off mic. I didn't say that on <laughs> mic. I was gonna called just, you out. I was called just you. gonna say decades on mic because I know that at least is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Sean, while you're looking, I'm sorry we're asking you to do so much work. While you're looking for pink mist or red mist, if you can look up how long ago. Um, I don't know how you would look. I don't know how I should ask you to look this up. Um, just type in, <laughs> just go on Google and type in, um, Biden best midterm since, and then hit enter and then text us one or two. So we know. <laughs> it's really not, hard not to laugh. I saw that it. you were dragged not to laugh at that. And I'm like, you can't, you can't help it. You're, you're currently in like giddy, uh, giddy callback mode. So it, you will laugh at callbacks. I'm very excited about that because I'm bringing the one or two thing back, like probably in the next ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, I don't remember what I'm saying. But, uh, they're what? They're red what, mist. No, 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 no. We're not doing. That. <laughs> no, uh, we um, uh, the results of the midterms as we see them currently. Um, uh, Democrats still have the uh, have the potential to hold on to the House. Um, currently, Republicans have 49 seats. Democrats have 48. So you mean the Senate? I meant to say the Senate, for sure. I was like, that's really not true. <laughs> that's not true. And that's not, yeah, that's not how many people are in the, Senate, in the House. Sorry, I'm like, I also had some of the stuff that she was talking about. <laughs> but just cards on the table. I've had some stuff. We've had some stuff. <laughs> some LSD, I some can't, Molly. I can't wait until we rebrand this podcast as Stuffaholics. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, sorry, you're right. Uh, the Democrats currently uh, hold 48 uh, Senate seats. The Republicans, 49. Um, there are three um, states that we're kind of looking at as um, what's going to – what's going to – tilt the balance of the Senate. Um, we have Nevada, um, which, sorry, Nevada, which hasn't been called yet. Arizona, which hasn't been called yet. And Georgia, which is going to a, a, a runoff um, in which uh, Raphael Warnock will again find himself going against an opponent that is just woefully not fit to do the job mm-hmm. um, and will have to stomach the fact that it will be a single digit margin as to who wins and it might not be. Um, so, uh, we, uh, in the house, Democrats performed a lot better than expected. Um, multiple, uh, multiple seats that people thought were, um, that were out of the reach of Democrats. Democrats were able to either hold or, or take in, in some cases at the, at the, according to the New York times right now, the Republicans have 209 seats and the Democrats have 192, 218 is needed to have a, a house majority. Um, there are still a lot of uncalled races out there. Um, it is unlikely that Democrats will hold the House, but it is not impossible for Democrats to hold the House. Um, but it's very, very unlikely. I'd like to just start by like, uh, and we can go into specifics uh, on races later, like um, uh, gubernatorial races. Um, thank goodness. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but let, I want to start with. Um, I just want to start with like just overall feeling. How did like like how did you uh, feel uh, getting the? I, I know that. When we had talked before polls closed and 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 we got to see coverage and like people were uh, you know like actual results, you weren't in the best of moods, right? No, not at all. <laughs> no, it's funny we watched like 
we watched Returns come in for a little bit mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um, and to me, it was all bad. Yeah. Um, it seemed bad still. And then you just started watching them by yourself, and I would just peek in every once in a while. So it was like, it yeah. was like I went into it really negative, and then I was like convinced by the first five minutes of coverage that I was right. <laughs> and then it was like slowly it'd be like things would seem a little better than they were supposed like you know just really slowly started to seem good which was wild yeah i i will say yeah i um noticed that you weren't like digging coverage so i'm like like i made the decision like i'll just watch it with like in my computer with airpods in and like i'll let her know when we know either good stuff or important stuff. Cause mm-hmm. like, cause like there's no reason giving you, there's no reason giving you bad news. If the bad news isn't like conducive to what's going on, if it isn't like uh, indicative, but if it is like, Hey, we gotta know we got, got like, so I'm like, I'll tell you then, but I'm like all the good things, you know, good signs are good signs. I didn't give you all the good signs because you don't want to like bump that hope up. But every so often you see something good and you're like, Tell her just real quick. <laughs> it's like it's good. Um, yeah, I I definitely was in like the pessimistic camp where I was like ready for just a a, a bunch of like wacky ridiculous candidates to win uh, to win and um, for us to I I did I thought Shapiro was gonna win the governor seat but I definitely was like prepare mentally preparing for Senator Doctor Oz yes <laughs> of of Pennsylvania. Uh, parentheses New Jersey mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was very I was very worried about that I was incredibly worried about that so um, watching watching returns come in in the beginning like you said like the first couple of it's just like I don't like this because um, mm-hmm. it was but I think I think one thing that kept me sane was um, how confident Malcolm Kenyatta was um, I would look at like uh, at his Twitter feed like he started like he started the night being like hey guess guess what we're gonna fucking win uh, we're gonna win uh, Shapiro's gonna win and Fetterman's gonna win and I'm just like yeah, of course you're gonna say that you can't go out and be like hey guys <laughs> bad news <laughs> like you can't do that at poll close but he seemed very confident throughout and it wasn't like a um like a politician is saying this right now confident it is an I truly think we do got this confident. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was, that was, that was something that was just like a stabilizing factor for me. <laughs> Whereas, That's cool. Yeah. We got to see Malcolm Kenyatta. We did. We never told the people. We were gone. While we were gone, we went out to scope out the competition. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So we, um, so we hit up this small local podcast called Love It or Leave It. <laughs> Um, they had, so, and, and on that episode that we were at, um, they had Kenyatta and Shapiro. And Shapiro, yeah. Um, Shapiro, uh, it, he is very, Malcolm Kenyatta is very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Malcolm Kenyatta is such a, like, dynamic personality. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, that guy is going to be, in, I, I'm, I'm hoping that guy's future in PA is bright as hell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he deserves it. He does deserve it. Um, what let, let's let's talk about um what surprised you in the night was there anything anything that surprised like you? everything i will <laughs> <laughs> like everything like I, I think one of the things that i'm like there were there were there was a lot of like 
hand-wringing about races that, like, like I, I got kind of, like, I got, like, texts from people who were, like, you know, um, Colorado's close. <laughs> like, I got, like, like that kind of, just, like, that was not great to, uh, I think, I think one of the things that surprised me is that um, I truly thought that they were going to call uh, Arizona Senate on the night. I thought they'd be able to say Mark Kelly beat Blake Masters on the night. Um, I know, you know, Arizona has Maricopa County, which is like, has their own weird counting rules or whatever, which is why there are delays, which is fine and normal and whatever. Um, but I definitely was just like, that was something I'm like, I thought we were going to get like, the, he, he's an, he's a fucking astronaut married to, to uh, like Gabby Giffords in Arizona. <laughs> and he's going against a guy who like truly, I don't want to be alone in a room with. <laughs> like, I think, like, Blake Masters creeps me the fuck out. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I'm like, how are we, like, I don't like, those are the things that are, like, not fun, right? Like, the fact that some of these, like, some of these races are so close, and it's just like, Oh, why? absolutely. It's like Georgia. Why? Georgia is like, I mean, Herschel why? Walker has to be the worst candidate that's ever existed. How are Republicans <laughs> looking themselves in the mirror after casting a vote for Herschel Walker? Who like there has has literally there ever been a worse candidate? Truly for, for public office. He's so <laughs> in a debate he pulled out a fake badge and was like, "Told you I was law enforcement." Like, what are we doing? He like the number of unknown children and then abortions paid for is just so wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the stories. The sto truly, you're about to. I mean, we got another four weeks. What what more can we find out? I mean, truly, his family just keeps growing. Like, <laughs> like I just like it's just I don't. You like he's fucking his weird, his weird angry son Christian, who you can find on TikTok screaming at people in a Starbucks drive-through. <laughs> Uh, even he's like putting TikToks out like, look, don't let me in with Herschel Walker. <laughs> like, like he's distancing himself from you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's not great. It's not great, but he may be the next Senator in Georgia. That's pretty, that like, that's, all, that's, that's, I think the thing that's a bummer. Sorry. I, we were doing, we were having such a light fun time. And then I just remembered how I hate all these bummers. JD, <laughs> JD B Vance. Bummers. <laughs> These are they're a bunch of bummers. Like they're bummer people. I hate them. <laughs> like JD Vance is a fucking yeah. fraud and is is the next senator in Ohio. <laughs> like he's a straight up fraud. Ron Johnson is COVID misinformation come to life. And he wins another term. Wisconsin's like, yeah, hell yeah, let's get six more years of this in the like it's so it's just bananas, some of the dumb but then we had some good wins. <laughs> people who people who aren't the absolute worst. Uh, people rejected some of the like absolute trash candidates that mm -hmm. that Donald Trump sent out uh, to <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them. Like he did poorly. Can we talk about how poorly he did really, really quickly? He did so poorly, and like this is a pattern for him, where. When he when like, he is very bad at picking candidates, he's bad at he's bad at getting people to like. <laughs> the Republicans have lost so many seats 
or have not won so many seats because of Donald Trump. Yes. It is crazy that he is still like he still has so much sway. Well, he's got a sway over the majority of Republicans, mm-hmm. but not over the majority of Americans. That's right. <laughs> that's the thing. That's that's absolutely right. Which is which is why they get the craziest candidates out mm-hmm. there in the primary and then the voters rejected them, which is so so nice. If you swap out, if you swap out those weirdos for a bunch of just generic Republicans. Oz If you swap out McCormick for Oz, I think we're, we might be looking at a different story. I think so. If you swap out, like, like if you don't put up Blake masters, maybe you, maybe you take, uh, Mark Kelly. They might still, I I don't think that they will. Maybe Mastriana. What was that? Uh, tall, creepy ghost who uh, ran. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. I'm trying to think because it's not just Swank. Something uh, like that. Swan. Swain. Swain. Bill, Bill Swain. Swain. Bill Swain. <laughs> Bill Swain. Or was it Mick Swain? Mick Swain. Bill, Bill Mick Swain. <laughs> the guy who absolutely has not been alive for so many years. But I, if you put that guy against Shapiro, there at least would have been any sort of competition. I would actually my th- my thought pro- my thought was Bardos, but I think I agree with you. Yeah, still. but Bardos didn't never had a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did did Bill McSwain have a chance? Wasn't he like? I guess he was one of the top four pollers, but like, I think who were the I think fucking there's it's like I know we had the top crazy the, big teeth guy Lou Barletta. Lou Barletta. I, the the people who were like oh and Dave you know, White. Yeah, Dave White. One of the so I uh, think McSwain would have been the only one that one of the Gales was running for that. I don't remember if it's Sean or Joe. Well, the other one was running for the other seat. Exactly. I don't. So yeah. I'm saying I don't remember which one. <laughs> I don't remember which one it was. Um, those two weirdos. Um, but yeah, you if you swap out like some of these like MAGA candidates for just generic Republicans, mm-hmm. you have a you have a closer race. People I, with the exact same policies just yes. Less crazy. But, but with, yes, but with a, just a better polish. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's what, like, like Oz at the end of this campaign was trying to paint himself as a normal, moderate Republican mm-hmm. and not, like, as a cartoonish, like, uh, person who doesn't, who shouldn't be able to wield power. That's why he got, I think that's truly one of the reasons why the election was so close. Because mm-hmm. he was able to, like, convince people no i'm normal he would put out like like his ads would be like we need less extremism we need people to work together and it's just like that's not even a little you were endorsed by the guy who tried to violently overthrow the last election because he lost um but he's like no but i'm also endorsed by uh you know uh the guy who voted uh, uh, the guy to me i'm also endorsed by him i'm endorsed by both both sides love me it's 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 bananas Mm -hmm. but like you you swap out the you swap out these crazies and this is a different story mm-hmm. and a very 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 bad story for us. I think. What do you think about the idea that um, candidate quality matters more than like? I know that for for a while it has felt heavily like you know if you have a D or an R next to your name that's just kind of how it works. But I think this really kind of shows like candidate quality matters. And I think can I think. Before I let you answer the question that I asked you 17 minutes ago, um, in 2010, uh, like you had a similar thing where I think Democrats kept the uh, kept the Senate because like they uh, because Republicans ran like people like Sharon Angle against uh, against Harry Reid and like 
other cartoonish figures against like, you know, normal, like it just, they, they, they shot themselves in the foot by deciding to pick the crazies over uh, people who have the same exact policies and values, but don't like scream weird shit about it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Sorry. Yeah. I, I think there's certainly something to that. It, but it's hard when Donald Trump, like he, he himself won, you know, like, I think it depends. I, there's, there it really does seem like the extremism was a factor in this this year, but also there's, you know, the Dobbs decision was a big factor that could, I I would think it wouldn't have mattered who the candidate was. Those kind of voters were voting. Yeah. I think that that blue or red. I think that that makes uh, absolute sense. I think you saw that across the, across the country. Mm -hmm. Um, when you put abortion on the ballot, people protect abortion. Um, like that's just the way that that's just the way that it, that mm-hmm. it's gone. Um, you're fucking looking at like you know red states like Kansas who uh, reelected their Democratic governor as well as um, uh, you know pa- uh, previously um, passing uh, or, or um, voting against trying to restrict abortion access. You have Kentucky who just um, uh, voted to um, secure uh, you know keep abortion access as well as. Uh, you know, voting for Rand Paul, a guy who mm-hmm. absolutely would strip that away from them. Like, I, I think that you're right that, like, Dobbs was huge in this election. And I think that we kind of all thought that it might, not we all, a lot of media figures thought that it wouldn't necessarily be as huge yeah. because of the time that has passed. Mm-hmm. Because America does, uh, Amer- the American people sometimes have goldfish brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, it needs to have happened like just recently. Like, for example, and I'm just throwing one out. Um, they like days before an election, uh, the the head of the FBI comes out with a letter <laughs> uh, saying that they're still investigating one candidate while they're actually investigating both. <laughs> like, like unless it happens like in that like in that time frame, things tend to like get forgotten. Mm-hmm. Dobbs didn't get forgotten. Mm-hmm. abortion access didn't get forgotten and i think that that is huge and great and that is why like um i think you i think uh overwhelmed like, like i don't even know what, exactly what i was gonna say that the the youth vote increased yes, that we had an increased youth vote uh and they overwhelmingly bla- uh, overwhelmingly backed uh candidates that would protect abortion access right yeah yeah um I, I yeah I think Dobbs was I think Dobbs was a, a very very huge influence in this election and mm-hmm. I think it's <laughs> I think we should probably uh, going forward people shouldn't write off the idea that Americans will forget because in in I agree in a lot of cases they have in some very specific issues they don't and it's it was I think it's it's heartening to see like people go to the polls to protect abortion access. When like, you know, I, I it, it makes it feel it makes me a little bit annoyed because I'm just like, hey, but what about like, <laughs> like they still I, I don't like that Kentucky voted to uh, to uh, not restrict abortion access, but also voted in Rand Paul over <laughs> like right. Charles Burke. like I don't I don't like that. I keep I keep going on the downer train. What's going on? <laughs> hey, let's stop real quick. Let's talk for five minutes. Uh-huh. Why do I keep? Why do I keep bringing up like the bad stuff? Overall, this was a good night for Democrats, right? Mm-hmm. This is a very good night. Very for Democrats. good night. Uh, 
and it like it helps de- de- that if Democrats still have the ability to potentially hold on to the Senate, which means that they can still uh, uh, confirm judges, which is like going to be the one hundred percent most important thing going forward. Yeah. Um, they're you know like why do I keep going to Debbie Downerville? What do you think the problem is? Talk to me. You're about a it. pessimist. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. All right. Here's what I do. <laughs> For the rest of the podcast, I'm going to be positive as hell. Okay. And I'm not even going to be negative in the least bit. Do you believe that? If you don't believe it, you're not being positive. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you can do that. Hell yeah. All right. Um, Let's talk a little bit about what do we think Doug Mastriano will do now? Because I <laughs> hopefully disappear. <laughs> Did he have to give up his his PA legislator thing to do this? I don't know. I don't know. I, my I, I I'm wondering because I don't know if he conceded yet. <laughs> no, like, well, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he conceded, which like you know, I, I don't know if he's just going to cry fraud the way that is kind of the new Republican status quo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I'm literally, I'm going to ask you to vamp for a sec, just because I'm going to check Twitter to see if <laughs> we got anything with a Mastriano concede. What it, I, I saw, um, I saw a TikTok of some guy who went to the Mastriano victory party or, you know, like the election party. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mastriano looked really sad. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Yeah. Oh, he hasn't conceded at this time, uh, according to um, Stephen Caruso uh, five hours ago on Twitter. Uh, Stephen Caruso is a great follow on Twitter if you mm-hmm. are looking for um, things about PA politics. Great follow. Mm-hmm. Awesome follow. Um, Don't go on Elon Musk's website. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, promote yeah. Elon Musk's oh, website. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Stephen Caruso is a great follow on beep. <laughs> um, he's a great follow there. You're going to love his they stuff. They have to pay us $8 to say that. Yeah. You have to pay me $8 <laughs> a month for me to fucking mention you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we took off and then Elon Musk bought Twitter. Yeah. That's, I, that's I'm sure if you go back and listen to this at a uh, podcast at some point, you said, uh, huh. Elon Musk will never buy, not actually, like, there's no huh. way he's actually going to buy Twitter. Can I just say? To be fair, he d- didn't want to. I want to just point out, I was almost really <laughs> he, fucking right. He also thought there was he, no way. He truly, he also, Elon Musk also had the same opinion of me, of, as me, which is, Elon Musk isn't buying Twitter. He doesn't want Twitter at all. Now he's like, fuck, I'm losing a lot of money. Please give me $8 a month and I'll give you the badge. You keep the badge. Um, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to uh, stay positive, but I looked at something. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we talk? Let's talk a little bit about. Um, there's some. Good, there are also some good things in the house. Um, multiple. Uh, f- firstly, a lot of the toss-up districts went blue, which was surprising. Um, Republican. The Republican gerrymander is why they're probably why they are more likely to take the house, mm-hmm. but it didn't, 
it didn't have as negative ramifications as previously Except um, in expected. New York, right? <laughs> Except in New York, where things went poorly um, for one, uh, for, for, for multiple people, including uh, Sean Patrick Maloney, who lost the seat that he, like, I'm glad he lost. Because <laughs> I, 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 I don't want, you know, obviously another, you know, t- me being petty isn't worth not having the house. Mm-hmm. I'd rather him have the seat and us have a better shot at the house. But you fucked my man Mondaire Jones into a situation where he had to run in a spot that was really fucking tough for him. You, because you either wanted that or him to go up against another progressive Jamal Bowman because you fu- because you suck, Sean Patrick Maloney. You suck. So you did all that and now you lost. You lost in New York. You the the New York Democratic Party is trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are absolutely bad, and it is it is sad and um, pathetic. We got a win- <laughs> we got a win from Summer Lee though in PA, first black woman to go to Congress, uh, in the state of PA. Really? Yes. Which is which is really yeah. fun to hear. Um, <laughs> which is really fun to hear in the year 2022 that has happened in, um, Maryland, they elected, uh, Wes Moore, who is, I believe the first black governor of Mar- uh, of Maryland and the third black man, uh, black man governor in U S history question mark. Mm. So that's pretty fun. Um, sorry, that that sounds like I was veering into negativity, and it's not true. I do think it's very fun, so <laughs> it's positive. positive. I do think it's I do think it's very fun when this happens in Florida. Even though Democrats, though uh, <laughs> Democrats, though they did well, pretty much everywhere else, like did a lot better than expected everywhere else, got blasted in Florida. Um, in Florida, Maxwell Alejandro Frost. The first Gen Zer to go to Congress um, uh, was uh, like so that we are now going to start seeing a younger crop mm-hmm. of legislators. Which hell yeah! In Colorado, um, as it stands right now, though I don't believe it's called. Uh oh, it was looking bad for Lauren Boebert, but I think I might be putting the cart before the horse because I think she might be back. Is it where she's up by 746 or has there been an update since then? Um, according to New York Times, the as it stands right now, she is up 130. Oh, wait. No. She's up 50 points. I, I really wish these numbers would get bigger because I can't see them. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, what they call old as hell. Um, I know you've always been blind. Don't blame that on your age. How dare you? I am old. I am currently typing in the numbers. This is an this is our first F back, so like everybody deal with it. Uh she's up by one thousand one hundred and thirty six votes. Uh, so uh I was gonna really celebrate her getting her clock cleaned, but that's well, look, sometimes Sometimes everybody you celebrate too early. <laughs> sometimes you sometimes you get in the end zone and or get right right before the end zone. And you're like hell yeah, and then you uh, 
I don't know, throw the ball into a ditch. Um, <laughs> uh, what what takeaways do you have from, and I mean this in the terms of any at all, uh, in the terms of um, the midterm elections, do you think we, like, like what, do you, what, are, what is your takeaway of it? We saw Democrats do a lot better than expected, even with a tough economy and a very unpopular president, one of the most unpopular presidents in the, like in this era, like, but Democrats were still able to get together, get it done and stave off an incredibly disheartening um, uh, election night. Do what do you think that uh, means going forward? And what do you mean? What do you think that means going into um, let's look forward 2024 when mm-hmm. uh, we are, Watching the uh, face-off between two of America's oldest men (laughs) who who think that they should be the one to run the country. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel a lot more positive about people Mm -hmm. than I normally do. Like, I was really like, you know, prices are high everywhere, and I thought that that was going to overshadow, you know, basic human rights um, for for a lot of people. And I mean, it does for a lot of people, but <laughs> enough of them, <laughs> enough of them came out and it didn't. Mm-hmm. And I hope it means that sort of thing continues, um, whether it's like the turnout of the youth or just an attitude shift, either one, as long as we keep you know, putting those things more important than just wallets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that this was a, I think this is a, a miles ahead of an election result than I thought was going to happen. I think it was, I think we had um, some great candidates going against some really bananas candidates. And I truly think as long as the Republican party can, it, uh, it continues to embrace Donald Trump, that is kind, these are going to be the kind of elections that that you're going to see. Mm-hmm. Republicans are going to fumble the ball when they have it. And when Democrats can get their can get their message out and can and can, do, can actually deliver shit for people, mm-hmm. which they have done a better job at in um this uh, in this cycle. Um when they when they do that, people will people may not like Democrats still, but they will see what, like what party is doing something and what party, what party wants to legislate and what party doesn't, what party wants to deliver for working families and what party doesn't. And I think that if you like, like I think that there's a good uh, possibility that like with, with the current state of, of this midterm, like looking forward to, um, you know, 2023-2024 um any special elections that come up i i think i'm going to be i'm going to be feeling a whole lot more hopeful mm-hmm. and a whole lot more um like positive that a message of actually caring about and wanting to help normal regular ass people um is going to be a message that is uh that resonates with voters mm-hmm. um so i'm i'm feeling a lot better and uh, I just want to thank uh, Dark Brandon for all of his work that he's done. <laughs> and, you know, I think that, like, I just, I can't wait until I get 
that dark Brandon cosplay costume I was I ordered from Etsy. It's just a pair of aviators. I ordered oh, okay. aviators on Etsy. I ordered aviators and an ice cream cone on Etsy. <laughs> it didn't come with ice cream. I have to get that myself. Oh, no. But then I, you know, then I'm just dark branding it up. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> thank everybody. <laughs> thank, seriously, thank everybody for listening. And, and and to the people who like noticed that we were gone, which is weird because there were people who noticed that we were gone. That's fucking awesome. It is weird of you to notice. And like, why? yeah, don't notice us. Don't notice us. Uh, like, there there are other podcasts out there that are way more professional. <laughs> They're way more professional. They're done better. Their sound quality's better. Like, go listen to those. <laughs> but like truly thank you thank people for listening and like you know being like where the fuck are you guys i need some nonsense i appreciate that that makes me really happy and that makes me want to do this so that's really cool so thank you for uh that you weirdos uh thank everybody else who's listening who isn't a normal <laughs> listener and is just joining for the first time uh you might as well fucking leave because you're never going to be as good as this <laughs> How are you doing? I'm. You alright? I I gotta go to bed, but yeah. um, I gotta go to bed. Thank you all for listening. You're all the best. Wait, let me just take ten more minutes to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll be back next week. Uh, someone will be back next week. I'm. There will be an episode out next week, uh, even if I'm doing it myself, or. Katrina's doing it herself. That's not or, an option. Or we hire or we hire people off the street. Amelia will do it. We'll get Bill McSwain's ghost to come in <laughs> and talk to the liberal it's audience. It's the ghost of a ghost. <laughs> a specter? We're gonna get the specter to come in and talk to the audience talk to the liberal audience about why, you know, trickle down sorry, economics is actually really awesome. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh Spay and neuter your pets. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers.